You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. Daniel, we were gone a little bit after uh, talking about The Boys Season 2. Now we're going to talk about Doom Patrol Season 2. Yeah, we're we're a little bit late. We're a couple months late on that, but we're going to go through three episodes a, a week and we're going to we're going to have to we have something to talk about. Yeah, definitely. And uh the show I lo- I love it. So, you know, I'm not complaining that we're watching Doom Patrol. <laughs> did you uh I I know you didn't originally watch uh the first season, but did you go and watch the first season before going into the second season? So I have four episodes left of the of the first season. So I'm still working my way to finishing that one. Okay. Too. So you just jumped ahead to the second season without finishing the first season? Yeah. <laughs> Due to time constraints. And then uh, last week I was uh, sick with a cold. So I didn't do a whole lot of nothing besides just lay in bed. I mean, I feel like that's the time to watch the show. I know, but I was sleeping a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, okay, but before we get into Doom Patrol Season 2, Episode 1 through 3, let's talk about a little bit of news. The Walking Dead, which neither one of us is watching anymore, but I am, and which I am upset about because I did like The Walking Dead, even to the last point where I watched it, is adding a new unique actress to at least one episode of Season 10. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hillary Burton Morgan... That's right. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's actual wife is going to join the cast in a guest role, a guest star role as Negan's wife, Lucille. So <laughs> that's pretty crazy. So I wonder if it's um, they did a one shot special and um, it was mega size and it's it was just called Negan. Actually, he has mm-hmm. two now. Um, they're going to release the second part uh, soon. But that uh, but the one shot is basically after. Uh, the ending of The Walking Dead. So it's storytelling like what he's doing afterwards. But the first one shot uh, was basically, you know, him recounting his past of what has actually happened and, you know, what happened to Lucille. So I wonder if the show's going to do that. I'm almost positive that's, I mean, what they're going to, they're going to at least follow that in a little bit of ways. I mean, they'll, they'll do their own changes like they usually do, but uh, definitely going to follow that uh in in some guideline i assume but i think th- i i may, may be confusing it with the governor's wife or ex-wife but didn't uh negan say that his wife got cancer and like he cheated on her a lot while she's going through chemo and she died and that's why he carries the bat and named it lucille after his wife i don't remember if he did that on the show or not oh i don't i don't remember that story at all i mean when he was in jail yeah, I mean, it could it could have been something that he's told. I I don't remember it. Yeah, <laughs> now, I know that during quarantine they were doing a show, like a virtual show, where the two of them it was like keep like hanging with the Morgans or something like that when they talked about uh, the Walking Dead with the other Walking Dead people. 
Oh, really? I, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I think they were doing something like that. So, I mean, uh, obviously having her come in to to be Lucille definitely cuts down on any spreading of any germs that weren't already being spread. That's true. Yeah. Definitely is true. <laughs> so that that will be interesting. Uh, maybe I'll t- tune in for that one episode if uh, if if I have enough notice. Or maybe I'll get around to watching all the stuff that I've missed so far. I'm pretty sure they're going to hype it up and we'll know when it's time to watch it. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, still, still speaking about Robert Kirkman, Why the Last Man once again begins production <laughs> over at FX. <Jeez. laughs> yeah, they're, uh, last week they went into production again to uh, uh, start the show the first time. Am I thinking of the wrong show? Oh, I was thinking of the wrong show. Okay. Why the Last Man is Brian K. Vaughn, not... Right. <laughs> I don't know. I am so dumb. Um, but yes, Why the Last Man by Brian K. Vaughn is going back into production F- at FX. The first time around, they did film a pilot. Uh, apparently, it didn't go over well with the execs, so... From what I understand, they just they kind of scrapped the whole thing and uh, started over again. Really? Yeah. Man, that's a that's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've only heard great things about this comic book, so uh, I can only imagine it's going to be pretty good show. I mean, I hope so. Um, and I mean, I I've said it before. Anything Brian K. Vaughn touches is just pure gold. So. This is true. Yeah. Uh, just about everything I've ever read from Brian K. Vaughn, I've, I've enjoyed. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. It says, uh, the, why the last man has kicked off production as a pilot was produced two years ago with Barry Keegan playing York. Uh, although FX handed out a series order following production on that pilot, original showrunners, Michael Green and Ada Mush. Mashaka Crote exited the project due to creative differences followed months later by Keegan himself. Here's hoping that they have bit better luck this time around. Uh, I don't know who's playing York this time around though. Um, Ben Schnetzer. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I, I guess I was thinking of, um, invincible, huh? That's the other. Yeah. Robert Kirk Kirkman show. Yeah. Okay, jumping over to the Warner Brothers DC side, because over on HBO Max and CW, we're going to have Stargirl Season 2. We have Shade, The Shade, and Eclipso joining the show in Season 2. They have actors attached to it. Nick Terabay and Jonathan Cake. Uh, I don't know... Well, I've seen these guys before, but I don't know their names off the top of my head. But the fact that we're getting the shade is very cool. And Eclipso, now, that's a big part of the JSA, Eclipso is. So if they're only bringing him for one episode, that's that's a disservice to the show, I think. They probably won't. It might be like a reoccurring character. I don't think they just, you know... Drop him for one episode. Let's see. It says Nick Terabay will play this play this series regular role of Eclipso. Oh, there we go. 
Jonathan Cake will recur as the shade, though. So uh, when I know of the shade, I think he's the one that usually... No, that's a shadow thief. I was going to say he's the one that usually fights uh, Hawkman, but I think the mm. shade is someone different. Let's see. Do you know? Oh, he wears a top hat. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he does look kind of cool. His design is pretty cool, but yeah, I don't, I don't know too much about his character. And then this article from Deadline also says that Issa Penanero, uh is also a recurring role on season two, but it doesn't say what character. Okay. So, don't know. Let's see what. Let's see what she looks like and see. Maybe I can decipher who who she she might be. You're actually pretty good at that too, so <laughs> <laughs> you might get it. Uh, yeah, that was good. That's a good thing to have right there on uh, the audio. Um, yeah, no, I have no idea who she could. Po- Maybe Judo Master. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what her ethnicity is. Not that that you know really matters too much anyways um did you did you catch up did you watch star girl no that is on my watch list because uh you're not the first person to actually recommend it i think it's uh it's you um sheffield and then uh thomas um you three have been like no you need if you love dc they're like you need to watch the show yeah i mean it's great for all the dc characters and stuff the show itself is good it's not great but like just for all the dc characters is pretty cool and the cast they have a really good cast and it's really good cast you're absolutely right they do have a really good cast and that that was the most amazing part so uh but daredevil the the tv rights and movie rights revert back to disney next month oh so uh do you want to see Charlie Cox return as Daredevil or would you rather have uh, them cast someone else? I like him. So I would definitely love to see him come back and Vin- uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as well. Yeah, that would be pretty great. But I mean, I, I liked all the Netflix got people who, who they cast except for Iron Fist, but <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Uh, I think that, it would be great to have Charlie Cox. That's a built-in audience right there. Like if you didn't have him come in to play uh, Daredevil again, like you would have a lot of disgruntled people and might just hurt. But you know, it's Disney. It's it's MCU. They really haven't done too they wrong. They can do yet whatever they want. <laughs> they definitely can do whatever they want. That's for sure. But. Uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see what uh, what they do with that character. This article that i pulled up uh from movie web talking about it they said uh daredevil rights go back to marvel as spider-man 3 begins filming coincidence i think not <laughs> i don't i don't know i think if we're gonna see daredevil in spider-man 3 uh home skillet i don't know i don't know if that's uh what's gonna happen he's some weird cameo or I don't know. Maybe Peter feels like he needs to get a lawyer for himself in case somebody. Oh yeah, he's already Peter Parker, so he might need a lawyer. 
Yeah, that's that's true. That's fair. Uh, so then we just see Matt Murdock, maybe not not all of Daredevil, right? Or you know they might just drop like a little card and it says Matt Murdock or something like that. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Or maybe it will just be the Kingpin in general. Maybe we'll have Vincent Zanofio as the Kingpin in in the third Spider-Man movie. That'd be pretty cool too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then last story I wanted to talk about. Still talking about the MCU, but specifically in the D- Disney Plus uh, arena, we have potentially very good chance a Moon Knight now. Oscar Isaac is reportedly in final negotiations, final talks to play Moon Knight on Disney Plus. Hooray for! I'm really happy for uh, you know schizophrenic, psychotic, uh, you know, anti-hero. <laughs> Uh yeah, yeah he is he's got a lot of issues and uh including uh, multiple personalities so it, he's always it, talking to himself <laughs> yeah and he's having conversations with people that aren't there so it's going to be an interesting one that's for sure yeah to think uh you know that they're actually making this a show who would have thought <laughs> I was I'm surprised it's going to be a show and not a movie. I, I think his character is too far out there. Yes, he does have a particular fan base, but I think his character is just too far out there that they cannot make a movie. Oh, so you think they go from a show to a movie? No, no. I'm just saying, like, I don't think oh. uh, it would be bold to, you know, have it be a movie and not uh, not a TV show. I think it's going to it'd be. I, I just hope that they play up the whole like because um, one of his personalities is a billionaire, like super (laughs) and you know how a lot of people will always say moon knight is the crazier marvel version of batman like they need to play up him being the bruce wayne batman and then totally go off the rails with it i would love it yeah just just be crazy about it so uh i i assume that this isn't this well i guess you were already going to watch moon knight on disney plus does this make you like more want to watch it or is it just about the same? Uh, about the same. I mean, I like Oscar Isaac. Um, even if they changed his uh, his Poe Dameron that was already established, you know, when they did that in episode nine, whatever. Um, I, I do like him. And um, so I'll give it a shot. Okay. And I mean, I, I have some of the comics too. So even more reason to go ahead and watch it. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get into talking about Doom Patrol season two. Um, it was originally on Disney, or sorry, not Disney, uh, DC Universe streaming platform. We now know that that is going away, and Doom Patrol is one of the few shows that made its way over to uh, HBO Max, uh, straight straight up. So you can find season one and season two over on HBO Max, and season three will be there sometime next year. Uh, next year, <laughs> yeah, sometime next year. Uh, episode one is Fun Size Patrol. Episode two is Time Patrol with a Y. And episode three is Pain Patrol. Uh, I love that every episode is has a patrol in there somewhere. Uh, even in the first season, too. Yep, even in the first season. Um, and honestly, when we get to the... And you're not going to be any help as we establish you haven't finished the first season. I did not remember them being shrunken down or for the 
uh, end of the first season. So when the first, se- the second season starts and there's Shunk, I was very confused. <laughs> that long since you watched the first season. It huh? had been a very long time since I watched the first season. So I don't, I don't know what to tell you. What, what do you think of all the the actors playing the characters? Okay, I love uh, Brandon Fraser, but uh, okay. But I can't get the fact that I mean I I've seen some of his movies and yeah he cusses but it's just goofy to me especially like in a superhero sense that you know he's cussing all the time yeah that uh, like uh kind of brings down the factor for me but I love all the dialogue all the lines no matter how crude they are I love his dialogue in the show <laughs> um, but I think it's a, other than you know Brandon Fraser kind of taking me out of it. Um, I do agree with uh, with the cast. I like all of them. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I was surprised that they got the uh, the stripper wife from Two and a Half Men to be Rita. Oh, I didn't know that she was in Two and a Half Men. Yeah, she was in there for a couple of seasons, so it just kind of threw me off too. But she's really good. She's really convincing. Okay. You have uh, Matt Bomer as Negative Man, Larry Trainer. Uh, you have uh, Timothy Dalton as Niles Calder, Chief. You have Diane Guerrero as Crazy Jane, and Jovin Wade as Victor Stone, Cyborg. Um, then you also have a couple people that are also their characters, like uh, Matthew Zuck also plays Negative Man. And uh, there's another person that plays Robot Man. Oh, Riley Shanahan plays Robot Man. So when you see Robot, you see Robot Man. You're actually seeing Riley Shanahan, and uh, Brendan Fraser just does the voice. So when right. you then to, to film stuff as Cliff Steele in the past, you actually see Brendan Fraser. Which I always be like, especially in this season. And I'm not trying, I'm not making fun of Brendan Fraser's weight or anything like that. But like as a stock car driver, you don't usually see large men as <laughs> drivers for a reason. Yeah. Um, I honestly thought that he was probably going to try to get back into shape, but he saved his husky self. He sure did. So <laughs> one of the things that I kind of had an issue with in this second season is how much whining he's doing like robot man cliff Steele, like it's it's outrageous and then i did not like how much how everybody is just like not liking um dorothy like why they like they're being mean to a little girl rita likes dorothy okay i can say that but I mean, you had that whole conversation and uh, Robot Man um, watching the clips and basically finds out that if he had Claire back in his life, you know, that would basically take him out of the element. And that, you know, that's why he's pissed at Dorothy and he's pissed off at Niles because he's like, what the hell, man? Like, you care more about your daughter. You don't care about mine. What do you mean? You know, she would be uh, I forgot the word he used. But, you know, he's complaining, like, I should have the right to see my daughter, you know, especially since you have your daughter here. What the hell? I'm pissed off at both of you. Yeah, but, like, in the first season, he takes the crazy Jane, like, instantly. Like, he keeps wanting to be her father figure and take care of her and protect her and stuff like that. Why wouldn't he do the same to a a younger girl that 
you know, does need uh, a father figure in, in protecting. Probably because he's, you know, obviously is despising Niles. So, you know, he's like, I'm not going to take care of you. You know, you're the spawn of this awful dude. So, I mean, that's middle finger to the air. <laughs> it's just sad. It's just sad, really. Um, well, okay. He offered to, like, watch her, though. And then uh, she got, like, a little bit weird or crazy. Or, like, he saw one of the hallucination monsters that she creates. And then he kind of backed off. Did that happen? I think so. And I think that's what turned him off, too. That's fair. Uh, that's li- yeah, that's what happened when they were tiny. Oh, okay. Well, let's take into account uh, all the, the 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 hallucination creatures that either she creates or are uh, you know po- you know possessing her or connected to her some way. Like that's pretty crazy. Like that when you first see that when she's in the the circus, the sideshow or whatever that first one, mm-hmm. bunny with horns or whatever that thing was. Like that thing was crazy looking. Yeah, um, so I read on Wikipedia, basically, um, any imaginary creature that she imagines, uh, she can bring it to life. Um, and that bunny kind of looks like, uh, I mean, what Niles had sex with. So maybe he, you know, she just, it's a, her imagination thinking of like what her, her people look like and not humans. Okay. Because didn't he have the flashback when he's explaining like where Dorothy came from and you see him kind of, you know, having sex with a beast creature thing to be immortal and even Cliff's like, all right, this is what's going down. Uh, Chief fucked uh, fuck the beast. There you go. That's why he has an ape daughter. Well, I don't know. I I, I, I don't know if it's in the la- it must be in the last four seasons or the four, four episodes of the first season where you see the woman that he fell in love with. Yeah. Did you you don't you didn't remember seeing that episode yet? No, but uh, like I said, they do have a flashback to it when he's explaining uh, he, she why doesn't, she doesn't look like that thing. Okay, she she I mean she looks like a cave woman. She looks like a Neanderthal. Oh, okay. So well, not, I don't know then. Never mind. Yeah, it's okay. No, I mean I I get it. I get what 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 happened, but um, yeah the the first episode was definitely a lot of a lot of introduction to um. Dorothy and her powers and you know things are with crazy Jane are going crazy crazy <laughs> here Rita is trying to control her powers um uh, negative man has to come to grips with the fact that he's not a great father cyborg has to come to grips with the fact that he is cyborg I guess I don't know like his storyline just doesn't really make sense to me either yeah, uh, yeah, that's a whole lot of uh, what is he doing? Um, but I mean, he's, I guess, trying to come into terms with his demons. That's why he goes to that self-help group. I, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I think that's the idea there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's definitely got to be something to it. But like, I, you know, and this is this brings up something cool. I, I would obviously I, I'm glad to talk to you about this because since you're such a uh, Beast Boy fan, you know, the cy- cyborg here is taking the place of Beast Boy who's supposed to be on the Doom Patrol. Uh, okay, I see it. See what you're saying, yeah, because uh, we obviously have Beast Boy and team on the Titans show. Right. And, and I mean, we did have the Doom Patrol episode in the first season of Titans, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying here. 
which was a different Doom Patrol because apparently the two shows take place in two different worlds. Yeah, it's all weird. Yeah, well, it's all one world now, I guess, kinda, or it's all canon. Yeah, I don't think it's one world now, like because I still think after the Crisis on Infinite Earths, they still kept like Doom Patrol and Titans apart. Like the only thing that c- became one was CW World. Okay. So weird. So dumb. <laughs> They, they didn't know what was going to happen with HBO Max. So like, eh, let's not mix all of it. Yeah, they really didn't know. They really don't know. But hey, we're going to be getting a Green Lantern show. So there's- yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but how do you feel like the fact that you don't get to see Beast Boy with the Doom Patrol? I mean, it, it, and even in the Titans comics, you know, he had his run with the Doom Patrol and eventually finds uh, the Titans and goes to them. Um but I guess I, I'm okay with them using Cyborg as the Beast Boy replacement. It, it still works, even though he's kind of an asshole to Rita. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I don't really understand what they're doing with the Cyborg character. I, I get it. It's just maybe it's too much of a departure from the character that I'm used to reading. Yeah. Uh, even Even then, he still feels different from, you know, from the Teen Titans uh, cartoon. Um, you get a little bit of it, but not a whole lot. It kind of gets lost. Right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, to get back to their regular size, Niles Calder has to give up his longevity, his uh, essential almost immortality um, so that they can all become back to their regular size. And we come to find out the whole reason why the people the the doom patrol are the way that they are is because niles did all these things to them so that he could find a way to stay alive immortal so that he could protect his daughter dorothy right because so he i don't really understand did he cause the accident that cliff was in or did he just find cliff after the accident and put his brain into a robot body i don't think he caused the accident i think he found cliff and was like all right cool you know i'm just gonna take your brain and uh you know so i can try to figure out a way of immortality without this ring i'm gonna put your brain in this robot suit now did he did he did he cause the fog that created rita turn rita into you know the elastic girl or did he do did he have something to do with uh uh, Cliff Larry Trainer becoming negative man. I mean, you gotta be one hell of a planner if you're gonna, you know, create negative man like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know, I kind of like that. Uh, that Rita Lassa girl had that like kind of sci fi sort of thing to make her all plasticky, but. I mean, he is a smart man. He is a scientist. He probably could have created that fog to make her all putty-like. Yeah. So uh, that's what they're kind of passing off here is that, you know, if he in some way had a way, had uh, uh, made them all the way that they are so that he could try and figure out a way that make himself live longer. I'm guessing, you know, he doesn't want to be rubbery. So thus the Rita experiment failed he doesn't want to be radioactive so the negative man experiment failed um 
I don't know if he necessarily has anything to do with Cyborg, but I mean, that seems like that's something that could work. Give himself some cybernetic parts. I mean, um, Silas and, uh, and Niles are pretty good friends, it seems like, or at one point. So, you know, maybe he had something to do with it. Maybe. Okay. Uh, fun, uh, fun fact here. Um, I looked up uh, uh, Willoughby, and I was like, why does he remind me like, of Constantine so much? DC had to create this character because uh, Garth Ennis and Neil Gaiman uh, in the 80s would not give up the rights to use Constantine for uh, a specific storyline in Doom Patrol, so they had to create uh, Willoughby. Oh, that's interesting. And that's why he kind of is a Brit, too, um, and, you know, dresses the same way and does magic. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? That's fine, because then you get to get Mark Shepard in here at some point. Yes, I would have loved to see uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan is as uh, Constantine over on Doom Patrol, but we get to see Matt, Mark Shepard as Willoughby. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm not complaining. <laughs> uh, the second step, second episode has the team going up against Dr. Jonathan Time, which was, I thought, just hilarious because he's like the, the most perfect time in all of uh, history is what, 1983 or something like that. And uh, they just repeat that over and over with Roller Disco. <laughs> which I found, I mean... The show overall is really weird, but I was like, really? I was like, this is what we're getting? Uh, yes, this is exactly what you're getting. And they're like, oh, you got to steal his helmet, and then he could you could be, you know, uh, live it, live forever, be immortal. And it's like, it's not a helmet. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> his brain popped out. That was gross. I was shocked, too. I was like, what? <laughs> the show really is unpredictable. <laughs> Very much so. It is all over the place. But we do see what Larry go and uh, have to deal with the fact that his I don't know if it's his youngest son or his oldest son, but one of the sons dies. He meets up with his other son and uh, you know, he then um, is paying his respects, but he gets trapped by, which goes into the second episode, Pain Patrol, by what was that guy? It's the it's the who the Jack the Ripper is supposed to be or something like that. Um, oh, um, Red Red Jack. Red Jack, yeah, that's right. Um, basically, just a, a masochist or no, a sadist. Yep. Yeah, a sadist that derives pleasure from all the pain he causes other people. Uh, I mean, what did you think of of these two villains, Doctor Time and and Red Jack? Uh. Time was all over the place, but again, the show's absurd, so I had no problems. Um, sad to see him go. I don't think they'll ever use him ever again. Could be wrong. And uh, Red Jack uh, had a really cool design. And um, holy crap, the special effects for making people into uh, butterflies. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> now, did you look at the IMDb for young Niles Calder in the Pain Patrol um, episode. It's the same actress that plays Dorothy. <laughs> yeah, 
that's 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 pretty good. That's that's good casting. I like that. Yeah, can't recognize her, you know, without the you know the monkey makeup. So yeah, this is true. Definitely did not recognize her. Uh, I mean, what are you excited about with the these three episodes? Again, I'm loving uh what all the over the topness that's going on in the show. Um, and I honestly want to know what's going to happen with crazy Jane since, uh, she got locked up in her own mind and a personality, a different personality is taking over. Yeah. Like that's, that is an interesting part of her character. The whole, you know, different person, different personality takes control and, uh, she gets a new set of powers whenever that happens, which I think that is very unique. Oh, very unique and definitely super powerful. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, have you read any of these characters other than Cyborg? No. Um, and I was actually going to ask if uh, the show, I've never touched a Doom Patrol comic in my life, so I don't know if uh, the show follows anything from the comics besides the villains and other characters that they use. You know, I honestly don't know either. I think it is a grant morrison book that they're following okay so specific grant morrison storyline i think it's grant morrison i don't think it's alan moore so don't know okay but no i don't i've never really i've never read anything doom patrol either so uh i don't know much about it okay so we're both in uh in this journey together (laughs) that's right so all, all i have is the first season i which i always thought was astounding that they would um cast matt bomer one of the most beautiful people on (laughs) earth and then cover up his face the whole time so hey man he he gets to do the flashbacks okay he does get to do the flashbacks and man when he was a that's what this season's all about apparently it's about fathers and either you were a bad father you are a bad father or uh you had a bad father (laughs) yeah or you're trying to make up, uh, you know, for lost time. Yeah. Yeah. For an absent father. Cause that's what Cliff was, was he was an absent father, but we also see that he had a terrible father. Uh, mm-hmm. Niles is not a great father, but he's trying to be a better father. Um, Cliff was a bad, f- not Cliff. Sorry. Uh, Larry was a bad father, but that's because obviously he was dealing with his own closeted self. And then, uh, taking it out on his kids and uh, crazy Jane who in the first season looked to Niles as her father. She even, I think that he even calls her daughter at some points in the first season in the first season. Yeah. Oh, it, which seems like they kind of dropped that in the second season. Uh, she, she obviously had uh, a b- bad parents, um, which I think we see part of in this season. Um, so, I guess the only one we haven't seen is Rita. Whether what was her family like? Right, and she doesn't really talk about her her family at all. But you know who the best character is? Danny the Street. That's who's the best character. <laughs> now he's broken in half. Oh, the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I can't wait to see what they do with do more with with Danny now, now that he's Danny, the brick and, you know, uh, broken in half. <laughs> gone. I don't think he 
be gone, hopefully. I mean, I know the Chief had that breakdown as he was trying to prepare him, but, you know, I hope he comes back. Me too. Okay. All right. So, if you have some opinions on uh, Doom Patrol, we'd love to hear from you. Find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia. G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. Daniel, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SuperCommieDaniel. And the rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archive episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geekleetmedia.com. Uh, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash geekleetmedia. We have plenty of bonus material that you can only get if you are a patron, and you get to have early access to certain episodes of podcasts. Uh, then whatever podcaster you use to listen to us, if you use one, please rate and review us so that you can help spread the word of our podcast network. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geekly Media Network saying always remember to geek out. This concludes our broadcast. 